personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lieb. Happy Thanksgiving Sunday, everyone. We're pre-recording right now on Wednesday. I'm dreaming of my turkey. I don't know about the rest of you, but like, there's this 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 thing in New York, particularly where everyone's like, I can't have more than ten people. I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like that. I got this problem. I don't know what's wrong with all of you people. You're focusing on all the wrong things. Thanksgiving is purely, solely, entirely about eating. Let's focus on eating. Only food with you. Andrew. It's true, Lauren. And we ordered from this place, Maple Tree Barbecue in Riverhead. I, I sometimes have made my own food before, but I just want to tell you, Lauren, what's on our menu because I am so pumped. If if you guys haven't tried Maple Tree before, what a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous barbecue joint this place is. So we, we went traditional and we got we got our turkey to start off with, Lauren, because I didn't want to get in trouble from you. I was now afraid. You have to have a standard turkey. None of this smoked stuff. I hope you didn't get that. No, I, I got I got a normal broiled, like a, a, a roasted. That's what they said. Roasted okay. turkey. A normal. They asked me if I wanted smoked. And I said to myself, Lauren's going to freak out. But Dan, I got Dan Donovan on. I'm going to introduce him in a second, but he needs to hear this part. I got slow roasted barbecued brisket. I am so, my, my mouth is watering and macaroni and cheese on the side. Whipped sweet potatoes, green stream beans, glazed carrots, cream spinach, Brussels sprouts, and Lauren with bacon. But I got the bacon on the side. Lauren I does, don't eat bacon. Well, she, she, you, that's not true. You eat bacon when we have it for eggs, but you don't like it with your sprouts. No, I, I just pretend I eat bacon. What do you mean? You take a piece every time. So we got cranberry sauce. We got stuffing. Dan, I am so excited. What are you having? Dan Donovan's on the line with us, everyone. He's going to tell us about his new company, Stratoscope, and how things changed when COVID happened and how Dan didn't put his head down in the dumps. He instead reinvented himself, and he's he's killing it. So we're going to hear about Dan's story in a second. But before we talk to Dan and learn about his story and talk about all the things to be thankful for, Dan, what's on your menu? Well, I'm very fortunate that I, I, I'm in the Atlanta area where my mother uh, lives and my brother. And so I, I, get, I get mom's Thanksgiving, but I really appreciate your menu because I used to live in the Atlanta area for – you know, better part of 15 years. And I used to have my own smoker. Nice. And I used to smoke turkeys for Thanksgiving. Oh, I love you. Fantastic. Oh, the best, right? So Dan, you think Lauren's wrong too. I'm glad. I'm, see, I knew he was my favorite Just guest. Just plain and simple turkey. Roche most. You need to have it. I'm smoked. Think, well, you, you, you actually need to have enough people to do both. And if, and if, and if, mm-hmm. if you have the right size crowd, traditional, smoked and a fried turkey now you've covered all your bases so dan i'm glad you brought up the fried turkey because i'm going to tell you what we're doing for office building in my office next week one of my colleagues steve ciliato who does our closings he runs the transactions and closing department he has a turkey fryer and he's going to bring it in the office and we're actually having office turkey fried thanksgiving you're so right you need the fried Perfect. deep fried turkey is Mm, my mouth is watering. So, but I need to go back to the most important part of the show. Mom's Thanksgiving. What's mom's best dish? Well, so my mother is, you know, I'm actually from Minnesota, but so it's kind of odd, but her mashed potatoes and gravy goes down. It's legendary. 
and whether she's frying chicken with it or, or doing the turkey. So when we're talking about the menu, she said, Dan, we are doing a traditional turkey because I need the juice for the gravy. It's all about so the juice. That's yeah. why we're having a traditional turkey. Mom's smart, though. She's multitasking. She's saying when I make the turkey, I'm also making the gravy. But I need to understand this. Are you guys a smooth or chunky mashed potato family? Smooth. Smooth on both the potato and the gravy. Oh, yeah. I hate when the, the gravy's got little things going, nooks and crannies. It freaks me out a little. Uh, I can do either with the potato, but when the gravy starts having like drip drab on it, I get all weirded out. So I'm glad you said smooth on the gravy as well. And one of the things I'm thankful for is the gravy I ordered is going to be smooth. I got some other things I'm thankful for, Dan. I ha- I've been making my list because my mother, you did it, you're doing Thanksgiving with your mother, but my mother puts pressure on us. I don't know if you have this, Dan. All of a sudden, in the middle of Thanksgiving, my mother says, we're going around the room now and everyone has to say what they're thankful for. And usually I'm at the end of the the line. And so people steal my ideas and then I have to have backup ideas. So I've made a list of ideas and I figure since we were were pre-recording this for the broadcast on Sunday, I can show proof that these were my ideas. So I'm going to give you some of mine. Then I'm going to put Lauren on the spot. Well, I haven't prepared for oh, that. Oh, see, I know. And then I'm going to see, Dan, if you have any things too. So here's what I'm thankful for. Uh, first and foremost, COVID vaccines. I'm a huge fan of this COVID vaccine thing that they have all these people that are going to let me have my life back. We're going to get to go to NHL games. We're going to go to go to MLB games. We're going to get to go to NFL games. We're going to get to go to conferences. And you're all going to learn that Dan Donovan at Stratoscope is the guy that creates both stadium design and crowd management, including with COVID, that's going to be relaunching these activities. And I can't wait. That's my number one thing I'm thankful for is COVID vaccines. The second thing is my family has been COVID free. That's huge. I'm very happy about that. The third thing, and I don't know how you feel about this, Dan, but I'm so happy that the election's behind us. I'm done hearing about politics. I want to now see pictures of cats on Facebook. Puppies. Puppies. I want to hear about Thanksgiving meals. I don't want people fighting anymore. I'm just, I'm done with that. And then lastly, Dan, my most important one is I am thankful for Nintendo Switch. No, I am. And that was Zelda, what I was going to say. And Zelda Breath of the Wild, because it is the best babysitter for my seven-year-old that I've ever seen in my life. Like, this Nintendo Switch Zelda Breath of the Wild is like, like who needs a nanny? You just have to say, you go, Spencer, take my, the Nintendo, sit, go. The only problem is Nintendo needs to make a, a detachable battery device, because when it runs out, I want to be able to switch one in. It doesn't and, last long enough. Yeah, and he doesn't like playing it when it's plugged in. So, Nintendo, if you're listening... Dan Donovan, Lauren Lieb, Andrew Lieb, we're all asking you, detachable battery device for Nintendo Switch so I can take one off and put one on and I get continual babysitting. Now that Lauren's saying that I stole her thunder, we all know that she's faking because she she just knows that I have the best idea. So, Dan, give me something you're thankful for. Well, you stole some really, really great ones. I'm thankful that, you know, my family is all healthy Love and that. That, I, that I get to be with them for this Thanksgiving. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a better Thanksgiving ritual. And, and, and I'm going to steal this from my client out at the at Levi Stadium and the 49ers. Here's the 49ers. Nice. Tell me. You take uh, slips of paper. Let's say you have 10 people at your table. And you tell them, we're going to go around the table and say something that we're thankful about 
I'm going to, I'm passing out the slips of paper and you're going to say it about somebody else oh, instead of what you are. Yeah. So, right. I love it. But here's the curveball. Tell me. You organize this. Okay. You put, you put your name on everybody's piece of paper <laughs> and you hand them out in a hat, right? They draw a name. Well, okay. Your name happens to be on all 10 of them. <laughs> Dan, I'm loving so, you. Then you, then you point to, you know, the person to your left and, or across the table or what you say, why don't you start? And they'll say, well, I got Andrew. And all of a sudden you'll see the looks on everybody's faces <laughs> because the other eight people all have Andrew on their, on their, on their piece of paper. It's a great Thanksgiving gag. I encourage you to try it. So is this how the 49ers scout other teams with this type of chaos too? Is it, I thought that was a thing. I always thought that I always thought that that was a thing that we saw over with um, Bill Belichick that did this cheating and the scouting and all that stuff. So now I'm hearing the 49ers. What? I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to dime out the 49ers. I'm just going to say Bill maybe is the only one that's gotten caught. Ah, so the other ones are strategic. They do it as part of the Thanksgiving to make it all about them. I, I, I like this. Now that Lauren's had her <laughs> break to listen to us because she's been scribbling as we're going with all no, her ideas. Really... Tell us what you're thankful for. And Dan, what she, she should learn from your conversation, she should say, I'm thankful to be married to Andrew. I'm okay. thankful to co-host a radio show with Andrew. I'm thankful to have had lunch with Andrew. Keep going, Lauren. Uh, yeah, apparently it's all about Andrew. So I'm thankful to be sitting here right now with Andrew. And I'm also <laughs> thankful for AirPods and Google Home. So do you notice how she said that so delicately? This is, this is what she's saying. When she says, I'm thankful for AirPods, what she's really saying is she's thankful <laughs> that she can put something in her ear and not listen to me, Dan. Do you see the strategy? He's really loud. Understood. Totally understand. Dan, I need I need your support here. So here's the thing. I wanted to have you come on. For everyone that's listening, you, you probably remember, Dan came on at the beginning of COVID, and he was telling us about how his company, he was then at a different company, how his company was dealing with crowd control in the middle of COVID, how stadiums were going to open up, sports, conferences. And as Dan probably remembers, I'm a huge sports guy. I love the sports. In fact, Dan, I don't know if you heard us say this in recent weeks, but I believe the reason why we have such political issues in this country is because instead of sports teams being available, everyone needs to go and pick a team for politics now and have little rallies. Like It feels like all these conventions and things that people do in politics are almost like a tailgate. And if you could open up the sporting again, and I can instead be saying something along my Islanders, I wouldn't be focused on politics. So we had Dan on and he was telling us how we were going to open. So let's start off, Dan. What's the update as far as seeing sports? What do we know? Where are we? How do we get the sports going? Well, I think you brought up the key point already and it's, it's the news about the vaccine and it's going to all depend on the timing and and when we can get to a a broad distribution of the vaccine is going to make communities, local governments, and our, our, our team and stadium owners more confident that it's okay to put 50%, 75%, or 100% of our fans back in our buildings. That's going to be the key. It's, it's, it's what we've been talking about for the last, you know, nine, 10 months. But in the meantime, I think some of our, some of our, our, our areas have done a great job with it. You know, we've got Joe Jacob with the Warriors who presented a $30 million plan to test all the fans for this NBA season. Wow. Now he's not getting support from the local health officials, but he should. He's got a solid plan. 
And so I think we're, we're on the cusp of getting back to some normalcy. I think we're always going to be dealing with this topic, but the vaccine is going to be the biggest thing that gets us over the hump. I, I'm so with you. So for everyone, Dan Donovan of Stratoscope, what he does is he strategically implements sophisticated multi-layer ingress and egress solutions for high visibility and high traffic events. In English, he helps you get in the stadium. He helps you leave the stadium. And as I asked him last time, how do you get in the bathroom? How do you get out of the bathroom? So my biggest concern, Dan, isn't even getting in the stadium. It's when I'm there, these bathrooms, they, I thought I was going to get disease before there was a COVID when I would go to the bathrooms at some of these places. Uh, and so now with the COVID, I'm like, I'm all sorts of freaked out. And what Dan's telling us is that there was two possibilities. One was that, hey, there could be higher, better testing, and you're a supporter of that is what you were saying. And then the vaccine is going to be a long-distance solution. So since you – and just so we all understand, you name some name drops of the Warriors. You mentioned the 49ers. You're involved in all professional sports. Tell me. We are involved in all professional sports. We're not involved in every team and every stadium, but we – yeah, clients with the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and the NHL. And beyond as well as the NCAA. Beyond sports and the NCAA, are we doing any other corporate events and things like that? Do you do that type of stuff? Well, that's been a big growth area for our company is 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 the large tech conferences and business to business conferences and and it's it, pre COVID those those clients like Salesforce and Google and Amazon they've really come a long way to where they're they're applying the best practices. That they that their stadium counterparts have for a tech conference or for a corporate conference when they're having 20, 30, 45,000 people at a convention center. So it's been a great growth area for us. That's a good news for us. Good news for all of our business, you know, B2B listeners is when you're going to these events now, you're getting those same standards and those same best practices applied to really make those events really safe and secure. So is it safe of me to say that there's no person that I am going to find that has their finger on the trigger as to what best practice is right now when it comes to opening up stadiums to sports, opening up stadiums and large event spaces to tech conferences, et cetera? You're the guy. You're the mingle man. That's what we should just call you, the mingle man. You make everyone come <laughs> together and mingle. Mingle man has a jingle. We're very excited for you. And so – you're that guy. So knowing you're that guy, Mingle Man, what I want to understand is... Mingle Man. No, that's what he is. He's the Mingle Man. Like, have you heard of Mingle Batman? Man Dan. Batman. He's going to be in the next Avengers movie. You'll see. So here's the thing. That seven-year-old son thing that you have. My son and I, Dan, are watching all the Avengers in order. And uh, we're watching all oh, Marvel. Great. It's super cool. Although I feel like a bad parent sometimes because it's PG-13 and he's seven. I don't know what the feeling on yeah, that one is. he's starting to say some bad he words. He said a naughty word this morning. And instead of my wife yelling at him, I got yelled at for showing him the movie. So, well, I, fair point. Uh, so that's right. See, he's on your side now, Lord. Forget that, Mingle Man. So, Mingle Man, I Mingle have a Man question Dan. for you, right? Mingle Man Dan. So, you said that the key is the rollout of this vaccine. I imagine you're talking to people that matter. I imagine that you're talking to state officials that matter. I imagine that you're talking to officials 
from the pharmaceutical companies. I imagine you're talking to heads of industry, pillars of industry, because that's who owns sports teams and that's who owns big tech companies. So tell me what I'm going to know about this rollout of the vaccine. When are we getting it? Is it my Christmas present? Is it my stocking? When I go downstairs and I think Santa Claus is there, is there going to be a CVS worker that sticks a needle in my butt? Tell me what's going on here. With Oreos. I'm not sure that it's 100% clear yet. And, and, and I wish I had a better answer than that. I guess where we are today is we've got three approved or three vaccines that are ready for approval and they have different delivery methods and, and different um, distribution. You know, you have to go twice over three weeks, et cetera. So I don't want to uh, pontificate on, you know, what those professionals are rolling out. Here's, here's what we've been told as an industry and that we're focused on as we keep studying what the opportunity is, is that we're probably looking into the middle of next year for, you know, an, an ability to be really confident that we can bring fans back. It might be in the first quarter, but conservatively, we're, we're looking at kind of middle of next year for that. In the meantime, though, Andrew, we've got, we've got buildings that are doing a great job with, you know, we used to talk about security screening. Well, we're doing guest screening. It's a more broad topic now because we have to have processes in place to ensure that you're coming to that venue and you're doing your, your, your testament to say that you haven't, you know, your top three or five questions, just like when you, when I boarded the plane yesterday, you know, before I got my Delta boarding pass, I had to, I had to check off my three or four questions to say that I was healthy and there's still going to be the physical distancing and we're still going to wear masks until we get to this point where that some of the technologies that are going to catch up with the vaccine, and I know the likes of Ticketmaster and Clear and IBM and, and our, 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 our pharmacies, there's going to be a sharing of data that's going to give us a lot of confidence that, that Andrew is either vaccinated or he's tested negative. It's going to be linked to his ticket. He's going to go through a screening process that's going to be really efficient and well thought out. And not only is it going to be from a security perspective, but it's going to be from a health perspective. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be very unobtrusive. It's not going to be something that, you know, the public needs to be scared of, that they're providing information that they don't need to. Cause, you know, frankly, I think all of us that carry a smartphone, we're, we're a little over the top on some of that privacy stuff because they know everything they want to know about us, in my opinion. Um, so, we have, to, we have to use the technology to really make this an efficient process to get back to normalcy as, as, as whatever normal is going to be in 2021. Well, with the mingle man, Dan, the normal is going to be that you're saying 2021. Mid-year, you're thinking maybe we're going to be back to the most close to normal as possible. But I heard you say something in there, and I want to make sure I understood you guest screening. So is a service that you guys are doing is helping guests get into facilities? Is that something you're talking about? Oh, hundred percent. And you know, we, even pre COVID, it was one of our company's focuses from a crowd management perspective it, in, in a security perspective. It's, you know, what's that efficient process that we can make the building safe and secure or the event, you know, depending upon, you know, wh- what we're talking about. Now we've just expanded that to where we're working with our health and safety um, counterparts to make sure that we're not just screening now for from a security perspective, but we're combining that process that we've got a health, safety, and security process that is going to be very efficient. 
and you've seen the news, the different news articles and whatnot, everything's going to be more and more electronic. You know, a lot of our buildings, they were, they were, they were, you know, electronic tickets only pre COVID. Um, our, our client in, in Atlanta, Mercedes Benz stadium, they were cashless pre COVID. And I think you're going to see more and more of this, you know, every, every building I've talked to electronic tickets only. So Dan, most of our clients were going cashless. Dan, I'm running low on time and I need to ask you the question that I wanted you to be on the show for. And I just, I need to understand you were at a company, COVID hit, you were doing events. The company said there's no events and the company, I think downsized or took, got rid of a division. And I think a lot of people share that same story. I just spoke to a gal that does, does a business for my law firm. I just spoke to her. She called up for a consult and she was downsized. People are getting let go in all different ways. And a lot of people are saying, how do I get unemployment? What, what was me? Um, the world's not fair. And I get that there's a lot of negatives in getting downsized and let go, but you didn't do that. So can you tell me what you did? Because that's what I'm really thankful for. I'm thankful for people like you that have the inspiration to dust themselves off like Rocky and then yell out Adrian with their hands up. Adrian, tell me what happened. Well, you know, we took a little bit of a gamble, honestly, and, and it's, it's coming to the, the gamble is paying off. It's going to come to fruition. But what we said was, you've got to reinvent yourself. You've got to be resilient. And so what are the areas that we have expertise in that we can apply that expertise and still be a viable company and a viable need? Um, fortunately, this is a nine, 12 month problem. Maybe it's 15 months. And, and we're, we do enough consulting work and design work with projects that have been ongoing and, and work with people like the NCAA or some of our stadium clients on how they're going to return to championships and return to events. And that's, that's been able to keep us busy. Um, but look, there's, there's, there's other industry. I mean, if, 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 if what we are doing right now wasn't viable, then I would have looked at, you know, the tech sector or another sector and said, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people still hiring right now. Um, we chose to keep our team together and we chose to go out and, and, and raise some capital in order to be a very viable option for our existing clients to come back even stronger than we ever have and partnering with some of the right companies, the, the, a screening technology out of Boston that is, is changing how we're going to do screening at all stadiums. And we partnered with them and we're the, we're the rental company for their product. And there's, there, there's always a way to go out and be viable. But woe is me isn't, isn't one of the options. And that's why you're the mingle man, Dan. So what I think is important is if everyone was listening, woe is me is not an option. And they always say innovation occurs through necessity. And when you got to pay your bills and you got to feed your family and you got to have the smooth mashed potatoes with the smooth gravy. Because that's what Dan's having and after all. If you got to do those things, you have to say to yourself, even if this economy's got me, even if my job's got me, I'm either going to see an opportunity in my current business and I'm going to do it on my own. That's what Dan did. He, he said, I'm going to go get funding and I'm going to go do it. Or you got to shift and you got to find a new opportunity. Because what I'm thankful for on this Thanksgiving is the fact that we live in these United States where anything's possible so long as you dream it.
This is the Leapcast. Stay with us. Find us on social media at Listen to Leap or visit listen to Leap.com. 